0: You are listening to Retro TV, a podcast about the wonderful world of nearly forgotten television.
1: Come and knock on our
0: door, on our door. We've, been for you. we've been waiting for you, the kisses are hers, her's and hers and, her's and, her's 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 and his, his company too dance on our floor, come and dance on our floor, take a step that is new, take a step that is new, we've a lovable space that needs your face, 3's company, company too, company you'll see that life is a ball again, laughter is calling for you, down at our rendezvous, 3's company too. Hello and welcome to Retro TV, I'm on with Leah, how are you doing Leah?
1: Hi, good morning, Mark. I'm doing fabulous. Awesome.
0: Um, I think you can you know by that theme song that we're um, covering Whiz Kids.
1: <laughs> right. <But> yeah. <laughs>
0: imagine if that was the intro to Whiz Kids, like <laughs>
1: three and they're all doing like silly little things. Yeah. Like-
0: Do you remember when YouTube was kind of in its infancy? People were doing a lot of that type of stuff, like recutting um, intros or using different theme songs and stuff like that with. Um, these type of things. I would love to see this theme song kind of edited together with a totally different show.
1: Oh, that'd be funny. Oh, yeah, like Friends. I'm sure they probably did that.
0: But like, um, I don't know, um, the A Team.
1: Oh yeah, Mash.
0: <laughs> Mash, exactly. <laughs> um, so we're talking about Three's Company, which originally aired uh, March fifteenth, nineteen seventy seven. We were just talking about this. It seems as though it's possible it was a midwinter replacement. Um, and it ended up. did you know that the show was a complete hit oh yeah really yeah,
1: it was it was wasn't it always was it always in the top ten for i mean for for the longest time I know that uh suzanne summers um was claimed to be like the star of the show, even though John Ritter was
0: yeah john Ritter uh, well in my opinion um it might have started as Suzanne summers as being the person to pull in the like you know younger crowd. But I definitely yeah. think that John Ritter won people over with his, you know, really remarkable oh. physical comedy. Seriously,
1: oh, he, he's the best. Yeah, he, he's he's a Dick Van Dyke uh, for the seventies.
0: Yeah, I mean, even his name kind of touches upon the kind of character he is Jack Tripper. You
1: know? Oh, I know, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, now I had the opportunity to meet and work briefly with um, John Ritter back in the early two thousands and late nineties when he was the voice of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, my gosh. Really, really nice guy. Um, I didn't spend any true time with him, but Mm -hmm. he was always just, like, one of these kind of guys you would never expect to be a star, you know? And and in my eyes, he really was a star. Died way too soon.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But um, then we have, you know, Joyce DeWitt, um, who played Janet Wood, and Suzanne Summers. of course, you know, she's kind of the legend here, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. And they never really... I think they've never really replaced her perfectly. Um, although, looking back now, I think it was fun to see the replacements kind of come and go.
1: Yeah, there was two, I believe. Two replacements.
0: Yeah, you had Chrissy. Um, well, you had Terry. Yeah, so su- oh, no, there was one more. There was... Um, yeah, so
1: su- yeah, Suzanne Summers played Chrissy Snow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then... They replaced her with her cousin, which I can't think of her name at the moment. I thought I had
0: it written down here. But um, but yeah, then there's Terry, who is in, um, we're going to cover actually a season six episode next. But this time we're going to be covering um, uh, the the pilot, which is is oddly funny, right? It is. It's a great pilot. Yeah, they, they, uh, have, they have
1: strong characters. And, Cindy?
0: Uh, Cindy Snow? Was that it?
1: It was, it was, yeah, it was Cindy,
0: you're right. And um, she was my favorite replacement, because she actually looked like a Chris, she actually looked like she could be related to Suzanne Summers. and she definitely kind of pushed that whole, I guess, ditzy blonde thing that was yeah, so popular cute, in the yeah, early cute, 80s. cute,
1: cute, bubbly, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, they definitely really pushed the dumb blonde thing um, a little too much, but they, they pushed did. a lot of things, you know.
1: Yeah, I noticed that, like, the, like this episode... Suzanne Summers really isn't that ditzy and dumb. She's cute. She's really cute. And you know, she does she has funny little one-liners, but not just to the extent where later on in the years where they just make her out so oh my dumb. God.
0: Well, you know, it's yeah. weird. Joyce DeWitt is also very cute in this. It's just a weird to put her next to this um blonde, you know, platinum blonde model in a way. Right. Um it's kind of a weird contrast. But um, Janet Wood's character, well, Joyce DeWitt's character, Janet Wood, I don't know. I just felt over the years, she became more and more mom-like.
1: Oh, yeah. I think she had to be. Somebody kind of had to be the mom of the household.
0: But the years weren't so friendly, I think, to Joyce DeWitt. Maybe it was hard living. I'm not really sure. But she looks very, very young here. Like, I'm not really... um, not sure how old she was here, but um I'll, so I'll she's look it
1: she's twenty eight here i did oh, I really? have all the ages yeah she she's looks a lot here, younger than that, but they're playing, but they're 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 playing like early twenties,
0: yeah easily they' are definitely have you yeah. ever had a situation where you um you had roommates like this
1: no thank Really? Goodness. no i I always just lived <laughs> with my sister
0: that see you're very lucky i had um yeah. I've had this situation, sort of. I, um, I first moved out on my own, and then my friend who lived with his sister, I moved in with them, and we rented a whole house. But then my friend moved out, so I ended up living with his sister and her friend. And it was just a very weird dynamic. Nobody was ever home. You know, it was kind of a weird thing. And then after that, that same friend who had moved in with his girlfriend broke up. So we rented this big house where it was all just men and it was too much. That was crazy. And then I decided to settle down and get married and grow up a little (laughs) bit um, in my um, late twenties. So, all right. So three's company was kind of a, a, kind of a phenomenon. I don't think they expected it to be such a big hit and it's based off of a TV show um, called Man of the House. Have you ever heard of this? Have you ever seen it?
1: Uh, no, I learned about it last night while doing a little research of the show. No, so yeah, it's yeah. a British comedy called no, Man of the House.
0: Now we heard their theme song. We heard the Threes Company theme song. I was going to play yeah. Man of the House's title theme and um, see if you think it compares, What which you prefer. Here we go. All right. <laughs> And it's basically that for about two minutes, <laughs> over and over again. Uh,
1: I kind of dig da, da, that. That's da, da, got, da. Yeah, that's got that, that Austin Powers thing going on. I kind of dig it.
0: That's exactly the kind of thing you're kind of getting. They're getting on motorcycles, not riding around. Um, and it's really interesting. I want to look it up. I want to watch it. It's something um, I've kind of always put in the back burner. Um, but yeah, that, that was an interesting show. And Men of the House aired from 1974 until 70 actually I'm sorry 73 until 76 six seasons
1: so so not not too bad yeah relatively successful
0: right so um but yeah I'm kind of interested to see what they would push um and and how they would go about these kind of things I'm always curious if we're looking at scripts that are like word for word sometimes so kind of really kind of interested about that um But back to 1977, March 15th, we have the pilot, and there are a lot of themes here. I don't even think... Do you think that they could make this show now with these same exact themes?
1: I don't know. I don't know if they would try to exaggerate it too much, Mm -hmm. because TV tends to do that these days. See, I think viewers
0: are smart enough to be able to handle the gay jokes I think they can handle oh, yeah. the sexism. I think that's what kind of makes it funny. Um, but we we do live in such a um, a canceling society that I feel as though it, it may struggle at first, but it may win over time if if somebody had the nerve to actually attach their name to it. But right, um, you, you made a, a funny comment here, and um, it didn't really click until I started remembering the show. Um, All the ferns. There are ferns everywhere.
1: Oh, my gosh. That that was one thing I remember watching when I was a kid. And I used to watch this as a kid and not understand any of it. I just thought Jack Tripper was the coolest thing ever, though, because he was just hilarious. Yeah, was but I do remember... I, always, I, I, I remember. Too. Yeah, but I remember all of the plants. I was like, why is there so many plants in their house? <laughs> but now we know, like watching Little House on the Prairie, we know that that... They always had, like, microphones behind all those
0: all those. Well, I don't plants. know for sure if they were definitely microphones. I'm assuming. I don't know that for sure. And I, th- I
1: think we're right. Up- no, I don't either. But I think you're right about it. Because I think we talked about it before, like, even, like, with the Brady Bunch. When they're sitting at a table, there's always <laughs> a fern or a plant right there. And I believe that's probably – they've got microphones right there.
0: And it's the days before, you know, wireless microphones being kind of yeah. acceptable. so. Being um, adequate, but um, so the opening scene there seems to have been a really crazy party in this little tiny apartment. I always liked their apartment. I always like the the doors with the round top. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. They have this. Like, they have some really chintzy furniture too, which is like wicker. Their couch yeah. doesn't look comfortable at all. No, it looks
1: comfortable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, they have this stand in the background with all of their ferns and. Plant, and I'm like, that thing looks like it's gonna tip right over.
1: That was popular back then though. I mean even in the 80s I think I had one that one of those wicker uh, bookshelves. and yes, they would they, they tip over easily.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just imagine, I don't know wicker just doesn't um, scream out to me as being something that is stable or or solid. Um, although I'll always love the wicker chairs like on the Adams family.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, the ones with that big round top. With the big, oh, yes. Man.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. Like,
0: if, if I ever created, like, a tiki bar, it should have, like, a row of those. <laughs> it's just, there's something fantastic. something about those that are just really, really cool to me. But um, here we go. We, we have the opening scene. There's been a big party, and um, these two gals who are just single and ready to mingle, bad joke, <laughs> Um, are a little hungover, or at least Janet's a little hungover. That awful girl at the party last night. Yeah. The one who kept giggling and trying to do a striptease. Yeah. That was me, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Eleanor must hate me. So Eleanor is their roommate. Do you want to talk about who Eleanor is or was and why we almost will never meet her?
1: Um, yeah, so Eleanor was their roommate um she she was moving away to be married, and it sounded like she was nine months pregnant at the time as well
0: yeah, she's definitely showing because yeah. that's how people refer to her um but mm. she she's moving she's moving out of from what I could tell their two bedroom apartment, yeah, uh where Chrissy and Janet share a room, which is um it's two adults sharing a room is Kind of a struggle, especially when you're one of them is Chrissy. I would imagine that would be kind of tough. Oh, yeah. Um, so they, they're they kind of walking around, they're going through their regular haze. Um, I think it's a legendary scene personally. When they go into the bathroom,
1: it is, it's classic.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just something everybody remembers this scene. Of, yeah. And when we get introduced to Jack, it's all it's a very physical scene. Chrissy goes into the bathroom, and she's just kind of talking about what's going on. The the (laughs) Well, she turns on the shower, and then she's just kind of walking around, and then she realizes that she just saw a man sleeping in the bathtub. Actually, I don't think there's any dialogue here. And we see um, the Jack character, he goes to roll over like he's in a bed, but the Bathtub is filling with water. So he we see we've seen this little snippet. It might even be in the opening credits um in the future. But he just kinda jumps up, you know, of course, you know, 'cause he's right. underwater. And it's just I don't know. There's always something funny and memorable about finding a guy sleeping in your bathtub. <laughs> um, yeah, I
1: haven't had that experience.
0: No, no, I don't think I have either. <laughs> um <laughs> Although I think there's people
1: sleeping on your couch, but nobody in the bathtub.
0: Um, I I know there's there have been times where I wanted to sleep in the bathtub, but not. um, I've yet to. I've yet to sleep in the bathtub. (laughs) This is mostly the show, by the way. It's very physical, and it's very. I mean, it's very visual and very physical. So a lot of our clips might actually just be the reactions of remarkably, and you pointed this out as well. A live studio audience. Yeah. Uh, good evening. Good morning. Good Lord, is it morning? Yes, yes, it is. And if you don't mind a stupid question, who are you? Uh oh, I'm sorry. I'm Jack. Jack Tripple. <laughs> hey, that water's wet. Uh, you don't happen to have a towel handy? Yeah. Thank you. I'm Chrissy. Hi. And this is Janet. Oh yeah. I remember you. You were at the party last night. So Jack is immediately enamored with um <laughs> Yeah. Um Chrissy. Yeah. I, I cannot remember her name. I'm just gonna always call her Suzanne Summers. And, and
1: we can. That's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and that's the whole thing. There seems to be this like kind of physical connection between Jack and Chrissy. So it's one of those um things that will become an issue maybe in the near future. We're not really sure where this is all going, but Jack you know, seems to be a halfway decent guy, right? Oh yeah. Um, we meet the ropers, which I just think is kind of hilarious. Um, the ropers are the landlords, I guess. Um, and they yeah. A- yeah. They,
1: they <laughs> own the building and what from I gather. Yeah. I think it's just, there's just a the landlord just from, for the basement, I guess they, kind of, is that what they, that would be? Like, they kind of live in the basement of that?
0: Well, I, you know, I always thought of this as being maybe a two-level apartment complex. I think they're on the ground floor. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I don't
1: think he, yeah, I don't, I don't think he landlords anybody else, just them. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I can't tell.
0: Um. No, well, they've Larry. Remember? Oh,
1: does Larry live in the complex Yeah, too? doesn't
0: he? Doesn't he have, like, the same exact apartment as the Roper's?
1: I don't even know, because I do not remember this show at all. I mean, it, it started to come back to me when I was watching a couple of these episodes. Hmm. But hey, yeah.
0: I don't see. I always got the idea of an apartment, a small apartment complex. But there is a line here later when Mrs. Roper says that Mr. Roper doesn't want these things going on in his house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. no hanky panky going on in the house.
0: Right. And it's like, is this a house or an apartment? So um I think it's an apartment. But um Alright, so we're gonna just meet the ropers really quickly. The upstairs got me awake till three o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh really? <laughs> I didn't think you could hear it over your snoring. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if I'd been invited. Oh, you wouldn't have liked it, Stanley. All those young girls. You're not up to it.
0: What does that mean?
1: It's all you can do to keep the pot boiling down here.
0: So this begins the entire um, Mrs. Roper constantly needing more attention from Mr. Roper and ribbing him constantly about it.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And him on the other end doesn't even want to look at his stupid wife' well, <laughs> Has know, no interest at all
0: but there's a whole like demoralization here it's like oh, maybe it if is. you stop yes. criticizing the guy for five seconds <laughs> yeah it's just it, it's a very strange dynamic that these two have and I cannot believe that the Ropers became a spin-off TV show
1: <laughs> I know which I've, I've never seen that I that I could recall anyway
0: you know um and the character um, is is played by Norman fell um, who plays Mr. Roper. And he has a classic classic thing. I don't think he does it in this episode where he basically tells a joke and then looks right into the camera.
1: Oh yes. I did read about that. How he loved doing that. And that, it yeah, is, that, that was his thing.
0: It is so effective and it's so yeah. funny. And I remember it as a kid and it's one of these things that you'll see being done successfully in some cases um, on The Office by the Jim character, right? Jim Halper. Yeah. And I just, there's something about it. And I, am curious if that came from a man about the house because the office also was originally for a British comedy. So I'm kind of yeah. curious if this may be connected to kind of a British um r- joke. So um I almost feel like there's a Benny Hill element to that as well. Not really sure. Mm-hmm. I just need to look into that. So, Basically, this big party, 3 a.m., which is kind of late, I'm going to say, you know. it's yeah. um, In L.A., um, which is where they are, you know, bars close at 2, you know, and you're having a party at 3. Jeepers. Um, <laughs> now, in L.A., that's another thing. Bar, you know, bars close relatively easy, I mean, um, early, so they have a lot of after parties. <clears throat> right. So I'm wondering if this was um, an after party. So... They're going on and on and on. Somebody has to go talk to them. They give Jack a change of clothes and they give him one of their robes because um, even though Janet dresses like a boy, she can't give him like a regular <laughs> shirt. <laughs> they need to give her him a flowery um, robe. Like a robe. Yeah. That neither one of them would wear.
1: <laughs> no, it was the roommate that she had left it behind.
0: Oh, all right. See, and I that was the only that.
1: thing that would fit him because it was her pregnancy robe, and so it was bigger.
0: I guess that makes sense. Although Janet's yeah. wearing a big old uh, sleep shirt, so I, I think that might have fit him. But actually, you know, John Mayer's a pretty big guy, so... Um, we learn pretty quickly, and it's always funny to see people who can't cook. I think it's... um. Chrissy made toast, she burned it, and she's trying to <laughs> scrape. And and she's like, you know, well, what was the roommate's name? Uh I don't even know. I forget her name. Something with any But know. she's like, Well, she didn't leave the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> it's <like for> toast. <laughs> so it's that's where we start learning about the um the Ditzy blonde that is to become so popular. So yes. they're about to sit down. Janet was nice enough to make breakfast for this. Complete stranger. I just met him 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> it started out as scrambled eggs. Really? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's delicious. And he just makes a face, and he's like, this is awful. It's the worst. And this is where we learn that Jack knows how to not only cook, but he can talk about French um, I guess, uh, recipes and, and meals that, personally, I've never heard of. But mm-hmm. here's a little bit of that. Okay, eggs, butter, mushrooms, and onion. We'll start with that. For what? Eggs, Madeira, Funchal. Can you boil an egg? Well, I don't know. Eleanor always did the cooking. <laughs> 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 He's just, he gives that face of like, <laughs> it's like, it's a good thing you're pretty. <laughs> Oh, exactly, yes. (laughs) Always, like, really funny. So, um, Mrs. Roper comes down and sees Jack, and they somehow push her out, convincing her that, or not really convincing her, that that is not a man, that is an ugly girl. She goes up to tell Mr. Roper that there's a woman upstairs, which I think is a little bit weird, but at the same time, maybe it's really... Mrs. Roper, that also doesn't want any hanky panky going on in the house,
1: right? If she's not getting any hanky panky, no one can. It's
0: kind of true. She just has her birds, um, yeah. So, Mister Roper is—he's like, "Oh, what's going on up there?" You know. And I just think it's this is the only moment that I laughed out loud. Actually, I just thought this was so over the top funny. I am going to play the clip because it is so funny. I hopefully it translates to audio. Right. right.
1: So so we need to set the clip. Yeah, um, you please. Is, uh, so they're looking for a new roommate and they're expecting um a woman and the woman woman came right before Mr. Roper
0: came in. And she's the worst. Yeah. She's like she's just kind of um she's just not right for the show. <laughs> oh yeah, she was bad. Yeah. Better have <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could always come back tomorrow. Well, <laughs> all right where is he mr Rover. there you are he points to the woman and this whole time this woman's like in a business suit it's clear she's a woman and basically this is his reaction to her (laughs) you know those clothes don't fool me a bit (laughs)
1: this is our landlord how do you
0: do? I was just telling the girls, what a Take char- off those clothes. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I beg your pardon? Don't even sound like a girl. <laughs> I mean, anybody could see that those aren't real? <laughs> what made you think that you could... Now he goes over the line at this point, and he starts poking at her breasts. <laughs>
1: Is, it's so funny that yeah you cannot do that shit now
0: but you know what this number one is why they got a second season i think you win so many people over by going so over the line like not only are you attacking her for not looking like a woman not convinced <laughs> that she's a woman but you're now but you're, you're sexually assaulting her, but- her, right in front <laughs> yes, of her we are <laughs>
1: And it's and, hilarious.
0: And it'll That's always funny. be funny because it's harmless. It's you know, of course groping somebody without their permission, you know, this whole thing is not harmless. But when it's set up as a comedy, it's it's always funny. Always. Yeah. And um this is such classic comedy. It's so it's going way back, except it has this new twist of, oh my god, I can't believe he did that. And his face just drops. He's like, what? Um, (laughs) And he holds his finger like he can't believe he touched her. It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we find out more about Jack. Jack is a struggling um, culinary student, and he lives at the YMCA, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. YMCA, not the YWCA. All right. And uh, we kind of get a little bit of his story. These primitive conditions. Mm. They're mm. tasting his food. <laughs> you don't care for it, huh? <laughs> oh, oh,
1: it's nothing really. Any genius could have done it. My specialty is le
0: langoustine grillé au safran saffron avec la salade doucette. What's that? French. <laughs> Eventually, uh, I'm hoping to open up a little restaurant for people who can really appreciate high prices named Jack's Bistro. And <laughs> so the bottom line is they, they're like, we want him to move in, but we need to have ground rules. One hands off Chrissy. <laughs> um, and even it's funny cause it, Chrissy's like kind of not fully on board with that idea, <laughs> which I think is kind of funny. Um, but, you know, Chrissy is just a wild girl. Do where did she grow up? Was she Indiana or something? Do we know?
1: I don't. I don't remember her backstory. Oh. No,
0: because I remember the. I think the cousin it, was from. I was gonna like say
1: that. it seems like that though because I remember the cousin like having an accent yeah. and a little 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 ditzy about city life. So yeah. I think you're right. But um,
0: here's the ground rules. <laughs> Me move in here with you two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh,
1: Yeah, of course. You'll have to share everything.
0: Gladly. (laughs) (laughs) The rent, the food, the phone bill. Oh, those. Yeah, sure. Right. Well, what do you say? Now, spoiler alert, um, they never cross this line. They never, ever hook up with roommates, which is great. I think that's a line that could just not be drawn. You you cannot cross that, right? Um, Otherwise, the entire show fails, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, it would. Yeah, like, because then the focus would be on the couple versus the
0: three of them. But even like that, even hooking up that one time, it would just ruin it. It's kind of yeah. um, one of those things. So they, they're they not sure how the Ropers are going to agree to allow him to move in. Um, and they're not happy with it. They're like, there's no way you're going to be living here. they will be hanky-panky. And finally, they find a the solution that happens off camera. And we just learned the, basically the punchline. Jack goes and puts his pants on, and he's wearing the robe like a really kind of flowery dress. Just, I mean, a flowery <laughs> blouse, which is – I just thought when he ran out there, like, all right, man, you look like your stereotypical, like, 70s gay guy. Now, yeah, I think this is the first time that the word gay is even brought up. I'm not 100 percent sure about that.
1: I don't know. So, oh god, what was that TV show? Soap. Yeah, soap. Was that before or after?
0: Um, with Billy Crystal what, as it, the gay it character. Was Billy
1: Crystal? Right.
0: Um, I'm gonna guess soap was. I, I think soap was the first homosexual character, but Jack being, is just um thought to be homosexual. Right. So I don't know if that. I don't think that falls into that category. But um, I want to say soap was a lot sooner. I'm gonna do a quick search, but I'm gonna play this clip. And how they got the Ropers to agree. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Roper, I, I have something I want to tell you. I wouldn't live under your all roof right. for all the tea. All right, son. Janet just explained
1: it to us. I'm sorry I misjudged you. Oh? You can move in. It's all right. Oh. And we hope you'll be very happy here, dear. Oh. <laughs>
0: How did you get him to change his mind? Easy I just convinced him that nothing would happen Between Jack and us How did you do that? Well, I told
1: him that Jack was a decent Respectable, hard-working young man
0: And that did it? Not quite I also told him that you were gay (laughs) And then Jack Fashion, he kind of sloops down and falls, and he's like, "I can't believe that." Um, so we have just to bring up soap. Soap aired from September 13th, 1977, until
1: 1981. So, oh, okay, so it was right after right after this, just or during. Right I don't. It
0: might have happened months before. I didn't. You know, I've watched soap, but I don't remember an episode
1: no i don't I don't know anything about it. All I remember is chris Billy Crystal was in it. I've never seen it
0: yeah, Oh, and I think
1: yeah. Richard Mulligan maybe I don't know
0: I know I know that he's uh famously credited as the first gay character, yes. so right I'm really sure but we'll we'll look into that. maybe we'll even cover an episode of um Soap in the future. I think that might be kind of interesting. Hey, maybe we can yeah. go down the gay rabbit hole, like you know, like Ellen and stuff. <laughs> well, these were these were big deals, right? I mean, these were um... they were that, that
1: gay was not normal conversation no. in
0: the 70s, not even in the 80s, though.
1: not even in the 80s. I mean, it really came to in the 90s when there was I remember watching a soap opera when I was a teenager. And uh, it was Ryan Felipe,
0: mm.
1: who was like the, the first gay um, actor on a soap opera. He, he played gay. Yeah, he played a gay teenager.
0: Well, here's a fun and that fact. was like a
1: big deal, and that was like that was like late eighties, early nineties.
0: No, here's a fun fact about Billy Crystal. Um, he grew up attending. Um, he grew up here on Long Island, so he attended Temple Emmanuel, which uh, was in Long Beach, New York, and uh, that's where he was bar mitzvahed, and that's where my wife was bought mitzvahed. So, um, hmm. and actually, in her high school, Billy Crystal's older or younger brother, I'm not sure, um, was one of the teachers. Oh wow! So it's kind of interesting. Um, Billy Crystal, of course, was out at one time anyway very funny. Um, I don't. I think Throw Mama from the Train. He was hilarious, and I, I don't really remember much after that. <laughs> yeah, the I'm whole... trying
1: to think of the. Dang it! I can't think it. I can't think of the one where they they do the Dude Ranch. Oh, you don't at famous um, one for me, City Slickers. Yes, that that's the famous Billy Crystal for me.
0: City yeah. Slickers too, which I think had a tie in with White Castle. <laughs>
1: I've never White, seen a <laughs> Have you ever gone to
0: a White Castle?
1: No, we don't have them in Colorado. Oh. We saw one in Vegas though. We were pretty excited, but we didn't go in.
0: I well, next time you have an opportunity to go to White Castle, you gotta get the murder burgers. And they are they're they're addictive, but it's kind of you have to experience it. It's like an In N Out burger. It's kinda like when you got to get a sack, I guess. <laughs> I just try not to eat my Wait, food in sacks. we can buy
1: sacks. them frozen. Yeah, we could buy them frozen at King Super's and I have done those before, yeah. but that's I don't think that's anything special.
0: I've never had the frozen, but um we have one like right in town from probably was from like probably one of the first ones, but it's um I don't know. It's just one of those kind of fast food things that you have to experience, try to digest and then never return. but uh, Leah thank you so much for getting together for this episode and I really appreciate it Um, if you enjoy this podcast please subscribe to Retro TV check us out on Retro TV one word on Facebook Uh, there's a lot of talk over there a lot of people who are giving their opinions about things and we'd love to hear your opinion Um, very often we get things right this is not the podcast to get everything right (laughs) this is a podcast for entertainment
1: Exactly. I'll look up facts. I'll skew them a little. I will, yeah. By accident, of course.
0: This is a podcast by fans for fans. It's not, um, we're not Wikipedia, and we're not trying to. Um, but if we do get something wrong, feel free to correct us um, as nicely as possible. Thank you for listening to Retro TV. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review. See ya next time.